Well, welcome to the next edition of The Road Ahead, Where on Earth Is God Taking Us is the, the subtitle. And uh, I, I think uh, we, like many other churches, are, are now facing a new reality that I'm starting to call hybrid church. What I mean by hybrid church is that most churches, whether they've yet realised it or not, now need to cater for three distinct groups of people who are engaging with their church services and uh, who are part of their church family and no one strategy is going to fit all three groups. The first group of people are people who are still continuing to self-isolate. The second group of people are people who can meet in small groups. And the third group of people are people who are ready to return to large gatherings. Uh, Now, of course, the large gatherings are going to uh, continue to be influenced and affected by social distancing, which which means that I think part of the, the challenge we all have as church leaders at the moment is to manage an ongoing process of grief because the first Sunday when people turn back up at church is going to be a disappointing moment because they're going to realise they're not heading back to church as they remembered it. They're heading back to a reality where they're 1.5 metres apart, where it's not so simple to serve tea and coffee, where communion will be different, where the experience of church is going to be quite different. But let's let's talk about the strategy we at CityWide are using for each of these groups of people uh, and and how, uh, for me, that the real question of this moment is how do we help each of these groups of people follow Jesus uh, in every aspect of their life? Now, most of us have, have had to develop strategies for, for the, the, the solo viewer, the, the people who are watching church from their lounge rooms. And... We've just done a, a recent survey uh, which shows that on average that for every one connection you have watching your church service, you actually have at least two people. So you kind of double your audience uh, when it comes to a church service. Often with your standard YouTube viewers, uh, it, it is one-to-one. But uh, because church is what it is, we, we on average have at least two people watching. And so, that, so these people... That one of the central questions is how do we help people uh, connect into community? Now, we, we've been heading down a trajectory with this. We have uh, our online service, which we broadcast to YouTube. But in addition to that, we invite people to watch it on Zoom and we create small group uh, connections. And we're going to uh, be more intentional actually during our service to, uh, to both continue to broadcast uh, to YouTube, but also to create space for Zoom conversation and, and to create space for people to be engaging uh, because it, it appears as though these uh, restrictions are going to be with us for a long time and we're going to have to move to another level of building community. Uh, for our uh, solo viewers or our, our home viewers, now... We're now stepping back into what we call micro-churches. And I think these are one of the most uh, exciting possibilities uh, 
for the for the Christian church at the moment. We'll be uh, emphasizing and, and encouraging people to connect in micro churches. What we mean by that are uh, home churches, but home churches that are connected to the bigger. And so we're not asking people just to run a church service by themselves in their home, uh, but we are inviting them to to connect with the the broadcast service but what that means is uh, they have a, a zoom connection uh, or, or, a, or or connected through youtube but we have to in our online service create more space where people not only take where, where they can take their attention from the screen and uh, connect with each other so we, we're going to increasingly as we've already said with the solo viewers. We're gonna create space in our services for people to engage, to talk together, to pray together in their groups watching the service. And now, in addition to that, we're, we're still a little way away. Uh, we, we are in Tasmania staggering the re-entry into large gatherings. And in July, we are told, we will be given a number between 50 and 100 of the size of gathering we'll be able to connect with. And I, I'm preparing uh, that that phase of restrictions probably be, will be with us for a while, possibly even up to a year. We may be restricted in the, the size of gathering. And certainly we have a four square meter rule. Uh, so to do with the size of auditorium and how, how many people can fit in. So that means for our Lena Valley auditorium that normally can hold up to 120, we're restricted to 39 uh, people. And for our Mornington campus, which uh, ordinarily uh, can hold up to 300. We're, we're restricted to, um, to, to the, the maximum number the government gives us. But even if, we, if with, it, with the four square metre thing, we'd be restricted to about 120. And it's going to feel awkward in the large gatherings because we are, the seats are going to have to be 1.5 metres apart. It is going to, and we are going to need to uh, be socially distanced and, and be thinking through how do we hand out things, what, is it, what does it mean for communion, what does it mean for tea and coffee, it'll be probably be BYO tea and coffee for a while. And so we're needing to think about how do we serve these three groups of people. Uh, we, we are preparing uh, to to continue our online service for these two groups of people. And we, we, at this stage, we're expecting that what we do for our larger gathering will be uh, part of what prepares, one of the things I've been so proud of uh, with our, our music team and what's been happening uh, is that uh, our, our music team have been, have been recording new music every week. We're expecting that some of that new music will start to get recorded from July uh, in, the, in the large gathering, but that the online service will continue to be a collaboration and we'll be continuing to invite people. We've set up a way for people to uh, um, contribute videos. Uh, we've actually got a little instructional video for how to record your own video. We've got that on our, our website and we'll continue to to focus our service in and around the collaboration with people from around the state. Uh, and that still toying with it, but, but considering maybe around July, moving our online service to, to 9 a.m. and having the in-person gatherings, maybe at around 10.30 for those who can gather in person. 
but uh, continuing and, and seeing that our task is to build for the foreseeable future a hybrid church, a church that where the all the action isn't happening around uh, the 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 in-person gathering, but that we continue to have uh, input through the week, uh, throughout through the various mediums, particularly for us. Facebook and YouTube are our two main uh, points of connection with uh, also we use Twitter a little bit and Instagram a little bit that, that will continue to produce content but that we'll also continue to encourage people to move towards fellowship through small groups and fortunately small groups will be able to gather uh, in person but we will continue to have options for people to gather through small groups and Kingdom Cells online. Uh, and that we are, in effect, building a church that is based less, to, less around a Sunday service and more around serving the actual network. And I think this is a big part of what God's doing at the moment. He's taking us away from organizational thinking to network thinking. And so uh, what we're realizing is that um, there is a, 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 an actual network of relationships that represents the church and that in the past when we talked about church what we thought about was the the Sunday service but but really what we're needing to do is to create an environment where people um, who can't make it to the Sunday service can still remain part of the network we've been working hard on phone calls and pastoral care systems but largely what has happened is we've moved away from the organizational mindset um, and I, i've recently filmed a video about that I'll, I'll release soon about the difference between the organizational mindset and the associational mindset i think probably this week we'll do a two-parter when it comes to the road ahead because both inform the other and i, I think we are moving to i'm calling this a hybrid church model where we're needing to have church services that cater for people at home, that cater for people gathering in small groups. And, and we're really hoping that these small groups, these micro churches could grow as an ongoing strategy and possibly be a way of planting churches into the future. And these slightly larger groups, these mini churches that where we could have gatherings of 20 to 30, um, all gathering and, and we're exploring ways that we could maybe host the church from different sites using technology, having someone in one city or suburb or town doing a Bible reading and someone else uh, performing an item and someone else doing a sermon from somewhere else. So we're still working a lot of that sort of stuff through, but working out how do we create a church service that recognizes a network of relationship that is that is cannot just be limited to those who can turn up on a Sunday morning. And so micro churches will represent uh, little, little hubs. Our bigger churches will be maybe slightly bigger hubs, but we also have to recognize there'll be people in nursing homes and people who are self-isolating still, who, are, who we need to find ways of caring for and making sure they can still come to church. So that's what we're thinking of, that the, the, kind, the future of the church, at least for the next year or so, really is this hybrid model and uh, it won't be based solely on those who turn up to church on a Sunday morning. We'll continue to be providing uh, an online service and uh, we're still wrestling through whether that has to be in addition to or will form the basis of what happens uh, as, as we move back to live gatherings, probably 
around July. Uh, so that's, that's our sense of a bit of the road ahead. I'd love to get your feedback and, and hear what you think. And uh, as I said, there's, there's, a, there's a particular thing that's informing all this that is a, a framework that John McKnight uh, developed about the difference between organisations and associations. And that's really helping my thinking at this stage. And I'll be releasing that shortly.